everybody. Welcome back to Four Layer Takes. We are short our moderator today, um, Mel. So Kiki's going to do her best to try to moderate. But really, this is a team effort. Let's pour one out for Mel so she can be here. Pour one out for Mel. I'm drinking wine too. Yes. But I ain't pouring the wine out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I pour some water out. <laughs> Mimi setting her vibe for this um, show. So we are discussing Euphoria on HBO, episodes one through four. I'm Mimi. I mean, I'm not Mimi. You Mimi? Today, I have might be. Have you been be. drinking this wine? <laughs> I might be. I, I am. <laughs> you know, I have an alias like, am I Tyler? Am I Nate? Too. You got an AKA too. I got an AKA too. Like, I don't know. Like, my online presence might be something different. Absolutely. I might be trying to trap. Okay. Anyway, Trapping. I'm Kim. <laughs> Mimi. It's your boy Marcus, aka Jules. You Jules? <laughs> you Jules. Oh, I like that. I like that. Jules. Much respect. So far for episodes one through four. Um you know. we got some we got some sweets today in honor of uh Euphoria. We got like uh some gummies, we got some sour patch kids. Get it? Well hey, let's hey, clarify no. the gummies. Well then they're they're <laughs> they are straight like Regular gummies. They're they are not <laughs> marijuana gummies, but you know, we just thought that that's that would be appropriate. That's for another episode. Right, right. But, yeah. uh, so old yeah. school retro candy. Yeah. To get us back to our childhood, our teenage years. Colorful Skittles and whatnot. So I thought that, you know, Euphoria is a very colorful, vibrant looking show. So so let's get into it. So if you were here and listened to our last episode, you know, M- Mimi kind of convinced all of us to watch Euphoria. So that's our new show. I mean, I didn't need that much convincing. I was going to watch it eventually. <laughs> eventually. It just kind of prompted me to watch it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we did one through four. Okay. Yep. So what are, what are your overall thoughts of the first four episodes? I mean, y'all know my thoughts, so I, I, I said I liked it, so. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I guess since Mimi doesn't want to elaborate, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> right, she just like, I mean, Well, I'll let y'all go first. I said what I said. All right, I'll let y'all go first. <laughs> nah, I mean, I, I like it. I like that. The acting is good. Like, the way it's shot is good. Like, everything that you mentioned last week about, like, it, it's all good. I mean, my only shit with it is, and this might be, like, speaking from being, like, a old man now <laughs> <laughs> but uh i just I, it, some of it seems like exaggerated uh, maybe it's just i've been i'm so long gone from high school but maybe this is what it's like to be in high school now in the in the 2010s just, some of it seems kind of exaggerated the 2010s <laughs> i think it's not some of it ex- exaggerated i think about 90 percent of it is exaggerated i think some of it may happen but to the level at which this is happening, I, I honestly don't know any 13 or elementary school like ashtrays. A, like Do you know an ashtray? Did, did, y'all, did y'all not watch the movie White, White Boy Rick? Well, that's a true I story. I heard, it was, I heard White Boy Rick was good. It's still on my queue or whatever. I haven't but, watched it yet. But I'm just saying. Yeah, he... That actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> I know, you know, from the wire, I know they be recruiting the children. But right, my point right. is, to the point where Ashtray can be like, this drug, this drug, that, uh, just, like, mm. <laughs> I think that, I think that it's 
overly exaggerated. But I mean, overall, my impression of the show is I like the show. I enjoy it. I can't just sit down and watch it. I have to do something else. So I don't know if that's my coping mechanism for how to deal with all the anxiety that's in the show. Um, Because I have my own anxiety. (laughs) And so I'm like, I guess the reason why I would say it's exaggerated because like the, the sex and the drugs, like, of course, the sex happens. The drugs they do happen, but I, mean, I don't know if they happen to that prevailing that like that much. But again, I'm about to be thirty, so who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but well, the, sex, the drugs, uh, yeah, it's just that a little bit of it seems exaggerated. Well, the creator said that Rue, like I said last week, the creator said Rue was him. Like that's that was his actual existence. I feel like the show. Um, I feel like it's exaggerated purposely but i feel like they took the extremes of every teenagers that you teenagers you know who indulge in drugs or indulge in sex or indulge in whatever they took the extreme of all those people and put them together and that's why i was like i don't feel like this circle of people would just find each other but i do believe these people exist like that yeah absolutely and like i said i think it's probably exaggerated because it's tv and it has to do that in order i guess Captivate an audience, but yeah, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they may find each other in this town because it's like a nondescript right. California town. Like, so right. maybe they would find each other because they've grown up together and they've known each other. I mean, so just, maybe they. I mean, in a high school, I mean, you get a whole know. bunch of different type of eclectic personalities and people. I mean, you've got your jocks, you've got your I just geeks and all that stuff. I just don't think um, the extreme. Of the extreme spectrum of all these people, which, I, well, I don't you know what I'm they, saying? I don't think they would interact with each other. The, well, yeah, they were. Pro- they might all go to the same school, school but, yeah, but yeah. I don't know if they would just be in that circle together. Yeah, absolutely. But um, but I don't have a. I don't, that's I, I say that I don't believe. We say that we don't believe that. But I guess the way they uh, tell the story that doesn't really bother me. I I just find it the entertaining part yeah. that they all together. <laughs> um, so. so I do love, though, the narration of the show. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that. I enjoy that in each episode I've gotten to know more about each character. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of been like a driving point in the story. So, I, you know, I'm here for the next four episodes. We'll see. I, I got you. I'm not a big... I usually don't like when there's like a narrator. Mm-hmm. Because I don't either. That's I, breaking the fourth plane, as they say. I, I, I don't really like that. But yeah, but I don't like... I, I think like you... It just seems like sometimes in movies, when there's a narrator, like they don't think the movie's good enough, or they think yeah. the audience is too dumb to right. put the movie together. Right. Oh, I think we need a narrator in here because it's all euphoric, <laughs> and you need something to kind of like calm it down or set a or set a tone because everything else is. But I like that. Um, like that. It's just funny. It's it's great that is Rue. It's Rue's perspective because she's sort of a. Just, I don't really give a shit. Narrator, like she's like, all right, this thing happened. I heard you know, whatever. I might not have it right. <laughs> and she's like, I'm not a reliable narrator, but whatever. <laughs> yes, extremely. So, all right, so let's get into the first episode. Yes. So the first episode, I believe, begins with Rue. Is it her leaving rehab, or is it telling her um, her birth story? Well, she she's she's just. Um, I guess giving you a rundown of how she came to be this person 
like on all of these drugs with, uh, you know, like the anxiety and the depression. It was kind of like, you know, the run that her backstory real quick. Yeah. So. And I feel like if I had Bruce's backstory, I might also be a little needing to self-medicate. Right. But some of these things, I'm like, they diagnose those things that early in your life. Like, you get diagnosed with... I just remember from my abnormal psych class that some <laughs> of these diagnoses don't show up until late adulthood, like late teenage, early adulthood, or even mid-adulthood. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, how has she already been diagnosed with these things as a child? Tell me more about Some of them class. do. But some of them do. You know how they di- they'll diagnose kids with, like... ADHD and all that, like in preschool and like right. early, right? Attention, right? Attention things like hyperactivity, yes, but like bipolarism. Well, they didn't remember. She was or, like, she may be bipolar, but it's too early to tell. Yeah, because it is. Like, yeah, you, you can't tell. And so I was like, Wait but the other stuff. I mean, they did. she was suffering from depression and anxiety from like what she said it was like the age of seven. Yeah, because you they could tell she had like a OCD. Early, because she was just killed counting the tiles or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's one of the key things. So, all right. So, no, nah, no. Nah, I just wanted to ask. It's a, if, I don't know if it, I don't know if more characters are going to be introduced going forward. But I guess who's your favorite character so far? My favorite character is Rue. But you've seen all the episodes. So by episode four, was she still your favorite? Yeah. <laughs> uh, my second favorite might be I don't know I like Maddie for some reason I, like she's she just makes me laugh okay like she just like she has this clue like she has this clueless look sometimes like when she gets new information if you pay attention she'll they'll like zoom, like zoom in on her face and she'll just look from side to side <laughs> like it's just hilarious like she just be wilding out like at the carnival scene uh-huh. she just be wilding okay. out so I don't know I mean, I like a lot of them, but Rue's probably my favorite. What about you? Cat? Mm. I like Cat, too. But Cat is so problematic. Like, I want to be <laughs> They all problematic. <laughs> like, I want to mentor Cat. I want to be like, Cat, you know, let's talk. Let's let's work some things out. I understand. Like, I... Right. I feel like if Cat had a mentor, you know, <laughs> after she had gained that weight from being in on her vacation. Them pina coladas was hitting, okay? Because oh, she gained man. 20 pounds. They said that bitch had 72 pina coladas <laughs> in nine days. I was like, this bitch was drinking eight pina coladas a day. And I'm like, Shit. And I understand, <laughs> I understand her desire to do so. But I'm like, oh, she would have got back. Because that was like my story, kind of, mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like, I mean, I didn't get on the scale but like one summer I was 10 I was 10 and I stayed with my grandmother that summer and so right before you go back to school I had my like annual physical with my pediatrician and I got on the scale I don't know how much weight I had gained but she was like oh someone spent the summer at grandmother's house <laughs> like, that was her response yeah and I was like oh I must have right, that mean? gained a whole lot of weight or whatever. Yeah. And so I understand. It didn't stop me from having friends or whatever, but I kind of could relate. Mm-hmm. So, so far, Kat, but she, I, I would love to be her mentor. You said Jules is your favorite. Well, I mean, how is that? The character Jules, I, the, well, there's a couple things about Jules. The way, the way it's been narrated, it leads me to believe that Jules eventually dies, but I don't want to go down that. 
But uh, I guess my favorite character is um, her uh, drug dealer. Um, oh, um, Fizz. 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 You know that Drake found him on the street. He's not an actor. Are you for real? Yeah. He was just on the street and Drake was like, oh, so Angus Cloud. in real life. Yeah. <laughs> this thing is Angus Cloud, I think. Well, I mean, that explains why he does it so naturally. I, like... Him and then his, I don't know if it's his brother. His bro- Ashtray. Ashtray. <laughs> I mean, the, that, probably the two best characters in the show. Ashtray is fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> so tell me about this gas station convenience store or whatever this is. Mm-hmm. I'm like, do they own this gas station or so they just hang out? Like, it's, what, what is, I need that. It I, probably was their grandmother that did we they take care of. You don't get the whole backstory, but you kind of figure out that their grandmother was something before she fell ill and they started taking care of her. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, Pablo Escobar or something? We're going to no, find out. I don't, I don't, I'm not saying she was into drugs and stuff like that, but maybe she owned that store and whatever and maybe they found their way into drugs as a way of like keeping all of that up or something. But you, you, you know, you don't get that backstory. So, I also find it interesting that there's been no police this whole time. <laughs> like, we've had the paramedics, mm-hmm. but the, I'm like, where's the law enforcement? Like, I feel like that's like a missing element from this show, but maybe it comes later. But in these first four episodes, I was like, huh. Well, where, where would they drop in it? Like... I mean, fans... Uh, at, the, at, the at the convenience party. store? At the convenience store, at the party... Well, I mean, even at the carnival, you don't even have a, a security <laughs> at the carnival. Well, I don't know that they're not there. We just don't see them. I'm, I'm assuming it's security at the carnival. They just It's not a point of emphasis. Are we sure about that? With all the drugs and the drinking and the molly and the weed and the... Well, I mean, at my state, at my state fair, and you know, I'm from a, a small place in uh, Alabama. But, uh, I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, you walk around and you, you, like you go to festivals and stuff here and you smell the weed and all of that and nobody really. What is it, dirt road? Population, nobody's caring. Population We're not that small. Thank okay. you. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Okay. But, um. I don't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. I would, another character that I like, uh, Gia. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The I'm, sister. I'm only halfway, like, I'm only four episodes in, but I'm interested to see. Like, what happens with her in these final four episodes? You don't want to spoil it for me? I'm not spoiling anything. <laughs> well, I, I'm curious, too. Mostly because I feel like Ali kind of set Rue up to say, hey, you don't think that Gia has some issues? And that was episode trauma? what? Because we still that talking about episode, episode one. Well, how about this, people? <laughs> we are not going in order because Kim, as a moderator, is not as meticulous <laughs> as Mel. <laughs> So Kim is the like moderator. It. Took not one note. I don't know what happened from episode to episode. I just, like break down we each little check. component. Rules don't matter. It's all fake news. I don't know. So y'all just flow with us because this is my moderating. Well, well, uh, the Gia, um, whatever, whatever. Oh, Ali. That was episode four, four I believe, or three, three or four. Because um, the carnival was the carnival. Carnival all was episode four. four. Mm-hmm. Like first was. Uh, the Jules first was like the first part of the story, and then the carnival. Was that all four? No, Jules, Jules was, was like episode, episode three, three or something. Oh, okay, see, I watched them. But all the carnival was pretty much all episode yeah. four. Yeah, but did y'all pick up that every episode is named after a song? Mm-hmm. 
yeah, yeah. Shook Ones Part Two, and yeah, Stunting yeah. Like Your Daddy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's why Stunting Like Your Daddy was Episode Two. Let me tell you something. Well, let's get to that. So. <laughs> First of all, except for the pilot episode, which was pilot. It was pilot, but I'm wondering if that one was Shook Ones Part Part 1, because the carnival is Shook Ones Part 2, and you never see where it's... Yeah, Yeah, so that sure did confuse me in our side of Slack conversation for the listeners. Someone said, don't forget to watch Part 2. I'm like, well, I'm rewinding. I'm like, where is Part 2? Yeah, because I was like, this is my second time watching this, and I don't know. I I missed that, but... (laughs) So there is no, for all our listeners, there is no episode four part one it's not it's all one episode it's, it's called shook ones shook ones part two which they should have put in that uh mob deep i think nah, some they should have dropped their mob deep in there somewhere got to. but that's I okay mean, i guess they honored them in the in the title of I the guess. episode um so episode two since you brought up son like my daddy right i'm in the kitchen and i'm like this little poor nate i knew something was strange okay. with this child rp prodigy from the right. first R- episode rp prodigy I knew something was strange and going on with that kid. Dick everywhere. Dick, dick everywhere. Dick, dick, dick. But let me tell you, <laughs> something like my daddy came on. I'm in the. T- I was like, I just got transformed into a whole other place. And I think that's when last week when you were saying flaccid penis after flaccid penis. You feel like guilty about some parts of watching. Not guilty, but like it, you feel you, strange. You feel strange watching it, and then next thing you, you know, you feel I, that whole his childhood made me uncomfortable. But I knew that he had a troubled childhood. Right. But no, Nate. Nate. I knew that. But when that stunt, like my daddy came on, I totally forgot all about what was going on. This child turned up. I was turned up. Okay. But like, um, that's traumatic. Like you, like if you you find your dad's tapes. That he has taped, filmed himself, fucking young boys like that aggressively fucks you up for life. Like absolutely, <laughs> like it's kind of like as a young boy, and I, that man, I, I can't imagine what that does to you. Like I'm surprised Nate is as stable as he is and he ain't you stable. Think he's stable he's not stable but i'm saying i'm i'm surprised he's as stable as he is i, I would think he would be out here straight shooting up the school the school shooter like a long time ago nah, nah, he, he, well i don't get that part i think i definitely get serial killer vibes from him. exactly like I, I, serial killer vibe yes but not mass shooting no, 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 no. He seems too. Uh, I don't get that part. Too maniac- I'm just saying. He seems too maniacal and like, uh, kind of say like. I just, I just mean see him to do a school shooting. I'm just surprised that he's not going off on some. He's more like, Jeff, more like Jeffrey Dahmer. Whether it was serial killer or whatever, like. I mean, Tyler couldn't have been the first person that he had done that to because I said the fact that he knew how to stalk him, got in this man's apartment, beat this man up. Took a shower, changed clothes, and was acting like everything was normal, even though he was like, "I didn't do it." It was, "I didn't do it." Like the whole time, I was like, yeah, "This wasn't your first rodeo at uh, stalking, stalking, and, and beating. <laughs> Not your first time." Okay. And he gets off on that from Maddie. Like I get that vibe. Like he he like remember when um when Rue was narrating was kind of like talking about the type of girls or women that he likes. And he was yeah. like, um, 
hairless fatigue. Yeah, head. but he was like, um, I he he liked to imagine what he would do to people who harm them. Yep. And so when Maddie's out here like wilding out, <laughs> I think he loves that. He would love for her to he hates it, but he loved like for her to fuck fuck around with another dude and say, Oh, well, it's because that dude did something to me. Like I think he gets off on that. That's why their relationship is just so I would say he's confused, which has me confused, because I think he gets off on that. But, mm-hmm. of course, like, I think he also has feelings for Jules, so I don't know. He really does have feelings for yeah. Jules. I yeah. don't think he gets off on Maddie. I think that that allows him to let his aggression out in a way that he feels like he can justify. Like, I can justify beating somebody's ass. I can justify check doing whatever he did to Jules. I can justify those things because she is acting crazy. Like, if he just did it out of the blue, then... Yeah, he liked I, that. Yeah. Because he, he was, was like, was his dick bigger than mine <laughs> at the carnival? <laughs> and she, I mean, like, he... That's not crazy. I mean, every dude has asked a wild question like that once before. I ain't While he making out with her? Like he was getting off on the fact that the dude's dick might be, be bigger than... I, mean, I don't know. Like, <laughs> um, I mean, time, time and places, the whole other thing. But every dude has asked a wild question like that before. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, Nobody's never asked me that. Praise God. Please don't. <laughs> I, I, Please you, don't ask. You are fucking with very, very, very mature men. <laughs> Please don't never ask. But yeah, that um, <laughs> Nate's background is a. Uh, that's a lot. That's a lot to. Uh, so everybody's story so far. Who has the most fucked up? It has to be Nate. Jules is pretty bad. Uh, yeah, Jules. Jules is pretty bad. I mean, I think they've all got a, everybody. Everybody's kind of fucked up. I mean, even Gia, she found her sister OD now in a room. Uh, I, I guess the other person. What about McKay? We, we don't really know, know much his, about him. He doesn't really have a. The, I guess the only problem with McKay is that he's still fucking with high school girls and he's in college. But that's a whole other. I have a freshman, lot of though. First of all, I have a lot of issues with him and his family. I don't know what. First, we'll, let's talk about it later. Well, he's a freshman, though. Surely you knew some freshman who still dated a high school senior or something. Whoa, it's... Maddie's... Maddie, they're not seniors, though. Maddie is a... But that's not Cassie. Cassie. They're all juniors. No, I don't know what Cassie is because her sister, Lexi, seems to be the same age as Rue. So I'm kind of... That's the one I don't really know. Right, I'm, yeah. I need to rewatch it and see exactly. Yeah, I remember. I don't think it's got girls mixed up. But yeah. Right, right. Who is Lexi? I missed her. It's Cassie's sister, little sister. But which one, which, which one is she? She's the one that Rue went over there and asked her to pee for. Yeah. Oh. And they're kind of the same. They say, she said she was my best friend in preschool. preschool so so the are they age. the exact same age? Or I don't they're know. At least in the same grade. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, but that's going off on another. We'll like talk about McKay. McKay, just like I say. Still fucking with high school kids and being in college. It happens. It does. Ha- I mean, because yeah. you, you know these people. He was probably dating her or doing whatever with her prior to going to college. The issue is. No, they, he, he, they didn't hook up until that party that night. It happened. It happens. I mean, I'm, yeah, I know. And I, I, those type of dudes sick at me. But, hey, but that's whatever. one year. That's like a one year difference. I did that. When yeah, it's not college. like. Now I can My see, freshman year, he was a again, high school. Again, again, it happens so often that we've been. It's like common, and it should be common. But, but you why wouldn't it be common <laughs> for nineteen year olds to mess with seventeen year olds? But we don't know if he's nineteen, I was, and we don't I know. If she, we don't know what she is. Right? It could be a one year difference or a two year difference, but that's still just 
wanted to. You, and her I mama used, knows. Her mama is not like. Did you not? See, I, I, I'm not going to cast on. I'm not going to cast Did you not so see Days and Confused when Matthew McConaughey was out here 20, 24 years old still stalking now <laughs> the, that's high, the high schools? Now that's, that's a problem. A <laughs> that is a problem. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey out here. I but my only thing about that is that he is black and he is an athlete and he's messing with the white girl and living in Georgia. This story has never turned out well. I, uh, because <laughs> it has not. It's not turned out well. And they've lost their scholarships because something gets goes on but in their yeah, relationship. They say they were raped and then let's move past it. I don't even want to talk about the pedophilia with all the with the Paul Bunnick stuff and all that stuff out here. Wow. Uh, wow. Let's move past it. Moving um, on. Yeah, moving on. Back to drugs. <laughs> uh, so that was episode two, something like your daddy. That was mostly Nate. I'm trying to. I know we kind of bouncing around, but I'm trying to think of anything. I'm sure something else significant happened in that episode, other than just Nate's backstory. And the I video came out. Then the video. Is that the video? Uh, okay. The I, video cat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then she thought she squashed. Yeah. Oh, that man. was all in so, episode two. The, them, them twins is fucking hilarious. I, she, See, this like, you can't, like, you can't. <laughs> where are you these can't black people's parents? Black, uh, uh, where's anybody's parents? Um, <laughs> where's everybody? Like, uh, what did he say? Say, a child can't do child pornography. She was like, go Google it. He's like, I ain't Googling child pornography. <laughs> 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 no, that's I swear. That was their Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I, I guess, go back to cat. I... This leap that Kat has made is it? Is, this is like something I think seems kind of exaggerated, but this also might be like my toxic masculinity speaking. Mm-hmm. To go from like to go from a virgin to go to be at a carnival, kid having sex with some dude that you just know because he had a big dick or whatever. Like I don't think that's why she did that though. She just, I, I don't think like that that. The, the go they have that such huge of a leap in such a short time frame. Like I don't. I don't we know. also don't do. Do we get an idea? I I don't really know the time frame because that. Okay, it was the carnival. I was about to say things like else. fall. Yeah, yeah. It it's, seems like two couple two, two or three months. months. Okay. Right. Yeah, it's still fall. So I think to your point, Maddie, the first time she did catch it, me, cat. Yes. Cat, the first time was pressure, right? I her think, friends were pressuring her. I don't know if it was pressure. Other than that, she I, I, was I pressured been, by her friends and by the dudes, the twins like, I, in the I, room. I've been in a room where that was a situation. I, I, I've seen a girl get pressured. Well, yes, but she also been one to fuck because she was embarrassed for being the only virgin, right? But yeah. that's still pressure, though. Still, yeah, yeah. That's she got pressure from her girlfriends. Whoa, whoa, I'm just, I, this is I don't scene. see that as I, I, I saw that. Scene, but Mimi just had a look that I yes. really wanted to explain, but we'll move on. <laughs> I saw it as pressure. I felt, I felt that in the room before they even went to the party, that all the girls were in there talking and, I don't know, virgin shaming her. That's really mm-hmm. what I felt like. And so then she was like, well, that, I am a, I'm a bad bitch. I can do whatever. So then she gets in the room full of dudes. And they're questioning her, and she's like, "Well, I'm the baddest bitch." I'm so she. I felt like in that she felt pressure to do it. I, I would. It's, she still wanted to do it, but she still felt pressure to do it. Age, she was definitely pressured. She was definitely pressured. Me too. Times up. Hey, I, I feel hey. like she wanted to do it. Ooh, I feel like she wanted to do it. Okay. I think she might have been curious and wanted to. 
and she, now she didn't want to be filmed. Right. <laughs> now that's a different but, thing. But she wanted to do it. Why? Did she want to do it because of her own self agency of like, I'm curious. I want to know how this feels for myself. I no. feel like she did. Yeah. I don't because feel in I her back in her backstory. She didn't seem that proud that she was the only one because afterwards she made sure she told everybody, hey, I fuck, I fuck. Like, she wanted everybody to know that she had, she was ready for that to be off her back, that she was the only version. Because even Jules at the locker was like, girl, your girl Jules was like, you better catch a dick, it's the 80s. Because she was virgin shame. This is my point. As opposed to being, nobody in this show is slut shame. Well, maybe she was a little bit. Cassie just, was definitely slut shame. Yeah, that's what I said. Maybe Cassie was slut shame. Maddie to a little bit, to, to a degree. But not as much as she, you are virgin shame. And so, yeah, now I'm going to go around and tell everybody that I did it. So now you can stop shaming me for it. But did I want it to be public? No, she didn't want to be public. No. But I, I think she was much, ready to fuck. Definitely. She's very much someone who wants to be in control of her own story. I'm just shutting up because I don't want to be toxic and masculine. And, <laughs> and to me, at the carnival, why she did it is because she was heartbroken from Ethan. Like, oh, I'm connecting to Ethan. We we get something going on. That understands. I'm gonna meet him at the Ferris wheel. But oh, now he's talking to this pretty girl. Gotcha. And then what about from from virgins to being a Cam Soda girl or OnlyFans girl? I think that Kat's story is that she, at this point, enjoys, I'm trying to... Her sexuality? She she enjoys humiliating men sexually. I I don't think it... Really? Aren't aren't you at the episode where the fact with the little... And she really enjoyed that. And she saw the other video that had like... 23 million that, views but they she were making enjoy it at first yeah, yeah I know but it was something she came to enjoy and that empowers her because it's almost the opposite of what she expected as a big girl as a big girl she expected to be dogged and when she found that there was an audience and people liked her and she was like oh I have this power and can control I can dog these dudes and she is beginning to kind of get off on that I think it is a it is a controlling issue with her because she's not secure in who she is. Well, she's no. still figuring out who she is. They're all still figuring it out. Mm-hmm. But she has a lot of the body image. She's still trying to figure that out. When she was trying to uh, twerk to uh, Drake's... Um, I said, she twerking the like Drake me. Song. I, said, <laughs> I started laughing so hard. <laughs> no booty twerking. Man, yes. y'all don't do cat. She's doing the best she can with hey, what she got. I felt like that anybody, was me. If anybody's having a hot girl summer, it's Kat. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Um, she definitely having one. But now I think if she if somebody don't check it or if something doesn't happen, it is going to be out of control. This is... It's, and I, I want to say I love that... This is, what I, this is what I loved about how, what they touched on on the show and how online she's popping as fuck. Like online and in the internet... Yeah. Was it Kitty Cat or whatever her name yeah, is? The erotic. The Had, like, she got all these followers. They love her. Um, and she was daydreaming. I was laughing because she was daydreaming about if people in, like, in her real life, she's, like, trash and made fun of. But, like, in her real life, she, she would call. And did you, I don't know if you had subtitles on, but she was daydreaming about she would call in her internet people. Mm-hmm. 
they start they were t- talking indoor thraki. Really? Yes. The, yes. Sub, the subtitle was like indoor thraki. <laughs> Where is I going? And she was like, "It's me, yeah, Kiki." Like the Khaleesi. And they was like. Damn. Why, y'all? just won't die. Hey, it was a massive thing. But it was the way I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, that was funny. But that's, that, like, illustrates so much of how the world is right now. And I, I'm just, I would hate to be a teenager right now. Because, it's like, you could be in your own little world and corner online and just be this persona and be this person and... You get your life that way on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, and you're that that person. And then in real life, nothing. I mean, sure. I, that's, I mean, that's I mean, but that's my big problem with social media. I, but not in cat. I feel like cats would have like cat was like the opposite of person. So like this person says wild, reckless shit online, mm-hmm. but in person is a coward, and that's like that's what most of social media is today. Oh yeah, but it's you know it's like people who. Like they, they get their life in in the virtual they, they world, the and in real life, they live in real life. Ready Player One, right, right. <laughs> so, I can't imagine being a teenager like now dealing with that. Thank I, God, I was to, born when I was born, right. But I don't. But that's again going back to the exaggeration. I don't think the majority of teenagers are to that extreme on social media. To Shit. that extreme. To that extreme, I think that's why I feel like it's an exaggeration. I mean, it is it's an exaggeration. exaggeration but well, it's, it's but it's not no. that, it's not that extreme. Okay. I feel like, but like I said, I feel like all of these people in this show exist. Like you will find a teenager that has that, you know, that big a following in some circle, especially these yeah. geeky yeah. people. Like, they, well, I don't want to go with the incels, <laughs> but like these geeky people, they have this corner, they're all that, and then real, but but. To the point of the incels, these these last mass shooters, when he made that joke about, she was like, what's your Reddit name? He was like, incel uprising. She was like, oh, shit. But, like, in that world, they're, like, these big, booming voices. And in real life, they can't they can't get no pussy. And that's why they they have no social. And then they come in with the AR-15s, mad. And it's a whole other world with that. So, Yeah, do you think the world we better face with every... Dude just got pussy. Or was, was, it was nothing. That's a whole different <laughs> episode. That's a whole different episode. Everybody's fucking in a much better world. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Well, see, that... Maybe that's well, well that's don't go there because that's their whole point is that they are old vagina. Like, that's it, their it, whole that's thing. That's go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that. Anyway. I don't dive into Max Shooter Manifestos or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I guess we talked a lot about Kate. I guess, let's go back to Ruth. Yeah. Yeah. How did I say Rue's whole family dynamic. So, her father dies, I completely understand. That's how she got hooked on drugs, taking care of him, taking his medicine. Mm-hmm. Does her mother seem like a little bit too trusting mm-hmm. of somebody that just got a rehab? Mm-hmm. Yes, because my child will be pissing in front of me butt ass <laughs> naked, and I yeah. will not have my head turned. She I will is. be looking dead at you. So, I like, I, like I would, exactly. I, I would have a track on my kid at all times. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just, I'm which technically she does. She has a phone, but is she tracking it? It's a different situation. Yeah, my, her mother just seems very. Um, and I understand, like she's she's a single mother trying to take care of two right. teenage kids. Right. So, and I know that can be hard, but I just. I mean, she is very trusting. I mean, she's more trusting than uh, I would be, definitely. And, but she just just seems naive. It's just like as long as that drug test comes up. Negative, she 
tries to not overreact and I guess she's she feels like she's walking on eggshells where she doesn't want to overreact and drive Rue away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so as long as that test comes up nigga shit, she'll be like, okay. I mean, and like you say, your child will be pissing you. But right. I'm like, I don't know why my mother turned around. I'm like, like you, my mother would say like, I came, you came out of me. Right, so right, right. Matter. It don't right. matter. And you, and you a dude. Because <laughs> when she came at her with that knife, talking about letting me out of this house, bitch, you don't put that <laughs> knife down. First of all. Stab you if you want to. Don't first of all, you. I felt like Rue gets into a lot of the trouble that she's gotten into because she has learned the art of manipulation. Yeah. She is very good. As most drug addicts and, do. As oh, most drug Right. Yeah. She is very good. I mean, like, she walked, when she walked into the uh, Drug Dealers Anonymous place and she was like, sign this form. And he was like, no. She was like, I'll suck your dick. <laughs> I, that's one of my favorite scenes. Her whole facial expression was like, oh. Uh, he was like, what uh, if I uh, suck your dick? <laughs> he was like, uh... She was like, I'm 17. Sign it, just <laughs> fucking pervert. Because <laughs> like, at first I was like, okay, Jungle Fever. Okay, Channel and Halle Berry at 1993. I mean, her, her, her parents were black and white. Yeah. Whose parents were black and white, too? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, that's most drug addicts are manipulative. But to the extreme, like to the point where her mom is scared to, her mom is scared to parent her. Exactly. And I think her mom wow. has always yeah. been afraid to parent her. I feel like her mom has been walking on eggshells around her most of her life. Right. Hmm. That's that's the vibe I get. Okay. I just, well, I'm at the point where episode four is like, Rue finds her smoking weed, I guess. I hope that she really off the deep end. You're like, asking me? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I'm not the person to ask to uh, what's going to happen in a movie She's or a film. Uh, a movie or a show. I'm the wrong person to ask. I never tell anybody anything. Okay. You Sorry. Google you could do I'm like gonna, me I'm and fast go, forward. I'm not go <laughs> <laughs> so fast forward to the end. But uh, yeah, ruin them. But that's why I like Ali because I feel in a little bit of Jules because I feel like those are the only two people that call Rue out on her shit. Yeah, and they're not afraid of what she's gonna say or do to them. Like, um, why? It, thinking about it. Is Rue the most, I guess, interesting character in the show? Interest, interesting in yeah. what I mean, like terms? You're yeah. interested in her story. I um, like, I feel like there's like, I feel two sorry characters whose story I'm more interested in than Rue's. Jules being one. Yeah, so the thing with Jules, what I did not like, is I do feel like they skipped her whole transitioning process like they skipped so much maybe they're gonna eventually get to it maybe they're eventually gonna get to it but i felt like this kind of isn't important we're just gonna to just be like oh she doesn't feel comfortable in her body and so i transition like something about that is well i think that you get when she was young. The main reason her mom was even dropping her off at that psychiatric ward place was because she was at that point um, saying that she was a girl or whatever. And that's, that's, that's the reason that her mom is not in the picture. And that may be the case, but I would have liked somebody to say that. Oh, her mom didn't die? No, her mom didn't die, but she's not in the picture because, and it's mainly because she dropped off at that psychiatric ward when she was like nine or 10 or whatever. But, you know, they give you 
the clues that that was what prompted her to do that. And her mom, her mom is probably uh, Michelle Pence. Mike, Mike, Mike Pence's sister, like, I'm going to shock this shit out of you. I'm going to drop you off. And that's why she ain't in the picture. And she ended up with her dad. And her dad seems loving and stable. Absolutely. Like, he seems like a, a great dad. Yeah. Which is why Jews gets my fucking nerves in many ways. But please, I, I agree with you. Go. Please share. This is the post. <laughs> I guess because I don't know. Well, this is why Jews gets on my nerves. I mean, Jews had a traumatic experience, obviously, because... Your mom dropped you off at a psychiatric where you saw this dude jerking off and spitting and Jews was like, I'm ready to go home. And it was like, nah, you here. This is where you're going to be. So that's traumatic. But she seems to, I think it was, it might have been episode two or whatever. Yeah, I think it was episode two um, after she and Rue make that connection. And she was kind of up there comparing her life to Rue's and she was like I win like I had it worse and Rue wasn't even saying anything Rue was talking about she didn't want to she was embarrassed about being in school and everybody knowing she overdosed and and Jules just kept saying I had it worse I still win and she said it twice I'm like Jules like just shut the fuck up <laughs> like what are we comparing who had it worse like just empathize you, with your friends I'm just like like you have a I know your mom was trash but you have a you seem to have a loving dad at home that has accepted you and and loves you and is trying to be compassionate and you sit up here talking about well i just had it like rue had rue had some fucked up shit too she she on these drugs she had to she essentially care and watched her father die because hospice wasn't that was she was the caregiver and everything during that whole time she was like 13 i mean come on have some like she said have some empathy it's not a contest over who had the worst time. Like, get up, real. Okay. This is my struggle with Rue. To that point, I feel like you do have a loving parent. So I don't understand why she seeks out such aggressive sexual experiences with men online. Like, that's the part. I mean, uh, Jules. Jules. Yeah, I'm like, well, that's the part I was like, I'm not understanding what. Well, I get what that. What is causing this over from, here? Not necessarily aggressive, but I get that from in the in the transsex, transgender, transsexual community. Um, they do have to meet most of their people like that on apps, and it's mm-hmm. a lot of times it ain't good. It because you're just meeting whoever, mm-hmm. and, and because they can't really be out. Like she said, yeah. I can't really be out like this all the time. I kind of have to meet most of my people through that through apps and stuff like that. Now. I don't know that she. Well, they said she said that sometimes they're um, some of them. Some some not, of them are nice and sweet, and some yeah. of them aren't. But that's how she meets the majority of them. Yeah. But when you see dominant daddy, that is not like oh, I see dominant daddy, and I'm gonna swipe left. It was like hey, dominant that's, daddy. That's McDreamy. She I'm might have seen McDreamy's face so and be like, dominant daddy, fine. So McSteamy. <laughs> McSteamy. Sorry. McSteamy. You, but, you swipe well, some, somebody says, yes, zaddy. Some type of stuff. Hey, zaddy. <laughs> yes, they may say zaddy, but I'm just saying she was seeking that out. She was swiping. She was on the thing and saw that one. And that was the one from the first episode that she connected to. Mm-hmm. I think they're all seeking love. And, I, and it's hard in that community necessarily to... You see how many transgender black women get murdered? Murder? Yeah. yeah. It's just hard in the community. And I think she's just trying to find it where she can find it. 
But she found a lot on the app, but I'm saying that's the one she selected. So I don't know. I don't know. She, I just eat all of them. That's who y'all need to be searching for love, whatever. <laughs> well, you're not but too you think about how you were in high school. But you thought you were old enough. They are definitely too serious about their relationships. And I think these teenagers overall in general, I feel like they take their relationships so seriously. You weren't in a relationship? You didn't have a relationship in high school? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they range like five minutes to three months. But you didn't didn't have a long-term relationship in high school? No, it's high school. I knew you didn't know anybody who had a long term relationship behind. Oh, I mean, I do people. Well, yeah. like I thought that was weird, but yeah. I mean, you find who you find, and it work out. You can it just end up being alone. But whatever. these relationships are intense and unhealthy. Yeah, <laughs> they are so intense um, for no reason. I'm like, why? I'm to say, what the best relationship? Who, has the, so who has the most healthy relationship on the show? Romantic or just in general? Nobody on the show has a good relationship. <laughs> Nobody. Well, I, I mean, I, again, I'm only four episodes in. It seems like Fez and Rue's relationship is no. like this. No. Fez loves Rue. He does. Rue loves the drugs that Fez <laughs> It hasn't clicked in her head that Fez really cares for her at this point. I mean, Rue is infatuated he, he, with Jules. He literally Jules. said, I care, care about you this shit, like the second she came home. Yeah, but, yeah, the, but in the same way anybody like, said. I care about you yeah. as my friend. Right. Not like, I'm really in love with you. And I want to protect you. And she's infatuated with Jules. And she can't even... I'm well, like, Fez, well, well, Fezco is, is well, the one for you. Rules, 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 to which I don't understand. Thing. So help me understand. Why is she infatuated with Jules? I see why they're friends, but I don't get the I, other attraction. I'm going to be honest. I feel like the kiss came out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting it. Which one? Like the first time they kissed. Oh, okay. Like, I feel like they came out of nowhere. I always felt like she was a like attractor. It was definitely like striking vipers. Like really? I, I wasn't expecting that at all. Well, remember that scene? I think it was episode two. That scene where um they were biking together, and Rue goes, "What are you doing this weekend? You want to come over?" And Jules is like, "I'm doing something." And she was like, "Well, some other time." My mom has been asking questions and stuff. And then Jules so goes, "You talking to your mama about you me?" Talking to, mom, to your mama about me? And Rue's go, "Oh." And then when Jules leaves, Rue goes, oh, I'm such an idiot. Like, I got the vibe that okay. she was mm-hmm. getting feelings it. towards okay. her. Okay. But Jules wasn't, ain't seeing it, like, right now. <laughs> and I'm not either. I, I, I mean, I wasn't either at that. I mean, I knew. Oh, how can I say this? I, under, I knew Rue was developing feelings. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't get to why all of a sudden she was developing feelings. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw you at a party and... You cut yourself to get Nate off of you, so I say something to you, and then we go back and have a slumber party or whatever. And I'm like, but what about that now is me like, oh, you're my person. I just well, you know, know, she was inebriated a little bit then when she first met uh, Jules at that party. So I don't know if that played into uh, the to initial. And do you want to get high at the end of the episode? Yeah. Like, but um, no, no, nobody has a good relationship on the show. Getting back to what you were saying, yeah, okay. There's not a healthy relationship in the show. You would hope Fez, Fez and uh, Rue could have one because you, like, as healthy a relationship as a drug dealer and drug addict can be, <laughs> <laughs> if they could get their shit together, because he seems to legitimately care about her. 
What but, kind of relationship do you mean? Like intimate relationship or just like no, just any relationship? Oh, I, I hope that Ali and Rue end up having a good. I hope. I don't oh, you just mean yeah, part. not I was romantic. Like, okay, yeah, that's yeah. why I asked if he mean romantic okay. relationship. He said no, just any. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm hoping, I'm hopeful that that would be a healthy dynamic between them. I don't know. Okay. I had a question, but I just forgot it. Um, but I want to say that uh, going back to relationships, Maddie and Nate is um intense but I knew in high school and in college like two separate couples that were kind of like yeah no yeah yeah absolutely like just toxic together but couldn't tear themselves away from each other broke up every two weeks but I mean it was like, yeah. and, and everybody from the outside is looking like like he's going to y'all just don't need to be to together <laughs> Y'all really don't need to be together, but it's intense. And going back to what you said about everything being intense, that's one thing I like about the show because I feel like in high school, everything is intense for whatever reason. Everything seems like, oh, this is going to ruin my life forever. Oh, it's so this is the most traumatic thing ever. He left me or she left me or this happened or this happened. And it takes older people to be like, y'all. In a few years, none of that shit's gonna matter to you. But when you're in high school, like or young, or that adolescent mindset, everything feels like it's the end of the world, and, and this is it's to the tenth degree. And it always takes somebody our age to be like, you ain't gonna even remember this shit <laughs> in five or ten years. Just chill out. I guess you make a good point because I didn't feel like that in high school. But yeah. see, I also had a mentor, so I'm just like, maybe <laughs> that's the point. Maybe that's why I want a mentor, kid. But yeah, I understand. You're yeah. right because I didn't. I didn't feel like oh, it's the end of the world. My life is gonna be over if this happened. Yeah, I'm just like it happened. What you know? I might have been sad about some things, but I never felt like it's the end of the world. Yeah, I never felt that. I remember when I was doing, uh, you know, my practice teaching or whatever in in high school. You know, just little situations would come up, and they they would be freaking out, and I would just be like, y'all, I promise you. You're not going to give a shit about this in, in five years at all. But in that moment, it was just like so intense and it mattered so much. And it was like the, their social world, that was their world. And, you know, everything was just heightened. And I'm just like, but they can't see it. You can't see it at the age. You only see it when you're older. Okay. So, but um, anyway, I just do want to say that the carnival episode was just like my favorite episode. <laughs> <laughs> one of my one of my favorites. Why? To that point. It was just so tense. And like nothing major happened at the end. But when you're watching it the first time, the way the score is playing, the the way it's filmed, <laughs> it's shot, and all these different interactions, you feel like at any moment somebody gonna die, it's yeah, gonna pop off, off and you like, what the fuck? Like I was just like, what's gonna happen? Yeah, I thought like Jules was gonna be found dead somewhere. I didn't know what the fuck. I, I thought McSteamy was gonna go yeah, after Jules. Like I love that attack her. Yeah, I like that whole part where um, she was looking and then Rue was over there in the corner and then he looked and Rue went Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you made him look at me. <laughs> like it was just I like that whole carnival. And Maddie was on one like a motherfucker. That Molly had, had Patty. Yo, she was on one before she went out there dressed like that. 
I said, first of all, I said, what in the Jennifer Lopez, Selena, is she buying? Where is she going with this cut out jumpsuit? And on? she was clapping and and called a call Nate Mama cunt and put that Molly. That horrible, that, that sparkly shit. makeup, that sparkly eyeliner and stuff. I'm like, oh, uh, what in the Selena Jennifer Lopez is happening? I don't know why. I just like Maddie. I don't know why. Because she just seems She's just wild and just clueless. She she's not that smart, and she just be wild and that just makes me laugh. Maybe that's why she's just entertaining to watch, even though she just fucked up and don't know what the hell she's doing. It's just entertaining. She's a train wreck. I'm watching a train wreck, and I can't turn from it. I cannot turn from it. Right, right. All these trains about to collide. I guess I guess hers is funnier because it ain't. Maybe I, guess, yeah, I don't know. It's just funnier watching her versus other people. But uh, I did think something was going to happen with McSteamy and Nate threatening. Nate's revealed that he was Tyler to Jules. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At first, I was like, "This might be okay," and then quickly, I said, "No, this is not going to be okay. Please don't kill this girl." Okay. Yeah, I yeah, kind of thought he was that, yeah. at that point too. What what do you think is more flagrant to say these days, the f word or the n word? Oh, are we going there right now? <laughs> uh, uh, Forty minutes into the podcast, you're gonna ask me to think at eighteen at night, oh, and I've been drinking wine. F- what part of the country are we in? When that f word flew out of her mouth, I was like, "Whoa!" We but said that? <laughs> she probably has a past to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know yeah, what I mean? I guess, okay. It's not from. A straight up, you know, heterosexual individual. So I, I guess, man, but I, and I think she said that, it wow. to be inflammatory. I, she right. didn't say Damn. it to. She said it to be inflammatory. Now I understand how white people feel when I say it around them. <laughs> hey, wow! Okay. Did anybody, did anybody see the Dave Chappelle? I haven't seen it yet, but I hear it's so funny. We're talking about oh, you not. You gonna feel uncomfortable laughing? At certain point, because he is intentional. He's like, I, he's just intentionally. I'm saying what the what I want to say. It's called sticks and stones. It's kind of like I'm going right, to offend you. I'm going to offend a lot of people, and but I don't don't care. Hurt. So when you said that, watch the watch it. Okay, I watch it, and you'll sure. see where I'm getting going. I think it depends on what part of the country you are, and what's your ethnicity. This is why I say this. Cause I also so power also came back this weekend, uh, so, so I mean, okay, go. This is not a spoiler, but it's not a spoiler. I'm gonna try to not spoil. So it. when that thing so came out, I was like, I, I turned it off. <laughs> I didn't watch it. Like I didn't, it, I didn't watch it live. I just turned it off. The episode was good, yeah. but get over the change in Trey songs and that thing song because that is not exuding any kind to, of power. I pray to God to go back to those songs. I hope so. After they get all this backlash, they're like, oh, we got to change. Anyway, my point is in the. A part of the show, um, you have Tommy, who's a white character. He's in a room full of um, black dudes and Puerto Rican dudes. And the Puerto Rican guy says the N-word to the white guy. Nobody's, nobody is alarmed. Nobody pays any attention. It's not an issue. Mm-hmm. It's like not at all an issue. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, okay, well, that's cool in that community Tommy probably would never say it. Uh-huh. I haven't heard Tommy ever say it. No. But it's said around him, and he's even called one, and he, it's like not a big deal. Yeah. 
But in the South, probably shouldn't. Probably, I mean, Fat Joe throw around that. the N word like it's nothing. I, I'm right. feeling just, ain't I, Puerto Rican. I, I feel like a lot of people of Hispanic and Latino say Certain that people word get a and, pass, and I don't. And, I, I, don't and think, I don't. I don't think they should. And I don't. I think mean, yeah, should. certain people get a pass. I don't know what the. Uh, I think it may have been. It was either Chris Rock or Dave Chappelle broke down who. He was saying who gets a pass. He was like, uh, "Your girl, um, do the right thing." Um, Rosie Perez. He was like, Rosie Perez maybe can say the N-word, but Jennifer Lopez, no. And he was just being, it was a part of his that routine. Like That's all, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, certain people get a pass. I don't I don't know who comes up with the rules for who gets a pass and who doesn't. <laughs> so. You just said here to them. Maybe they feel like people of Puerto Rican ancestry can, and I don't know what J-Lo's background She's is. She's Puerto Rican. She's Puerto Rican too. But I it's don't know. the same thing. Like, I, I, If you are of a darker, if you have a, maybe it's, it, it's, it's who has more melanin? I don't it's know. Diasporic. Like the Dominicans are, are Dominicans not of more melanin. I don't know. I don't know who makes the rules. I guess it's diasporic. But the question was, which one is more inflammatory to say? Yeah, they're both pretty terrible. Okay, they both yeah. have evoked violence and murder and death, and, and has followed. Those two terms being spewed out, people have been murdered and killed behind them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just the F word just rings off my ear differently. That's because you probably hear it less than the N word. Yeah. So, anyway. But uh, next story. Dang, I can't. Y'all not at this episode yet. It's all right. I went and read all the episodes. Well, (laughs) Nate's story is kind of like, I don't I don't know what I don't know where Nate's like Nate is confused as he's confused. He's acting he's this confusion is how he like lashes out violently because he is confused. He doesn't know what he is really attracted to. I feel like he is attracted to jewels and, oh, and boys, but I also feel like he He's bisexual. He might be pansexual if he's attracted to jewels because she's transgender. True. Very true. He's but he doesn't know what he is. But what Tyler said, what yeah, what Tyler said in the um, when they were chatting, because she said, "Are you gay?" And his response. Oh, was, say, but I found a beautiful girl. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. because he was like, "But you don't look like yeah, a, you don't look like mm-hmm. a trans person." Like mm-hmm. so, to me, you look like a girl, and that's what I'm attracted to. Even though he was on the gay site, but and she. Still has a bulge. Yes. She hasn't mm-hmm. had the full operation or whatever at this point. I wonder if you... I guess you have to have parental consent before a certain age if you're trying to... I don't know. I, you I do? Don't, I don't yeah. know. I just, to my, look, I don't know a whole lot, but to my limited just understanding... Just the thought of that surgeries. Yeah. <laughs> um, just the of my limited understanding is that you do have to um, have parental consent, mm-hmm. and you also have to have, like, sign off from... Uh, mental health professional. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, but anyway, so uh, did, have we sufficiently talked about everything? And did we every, cover every um, character? We didn't talk about Cassie at all. Poor, poor little Tink Tink. That's how I feel. Cassie. Who is Cassie? Uh, Cassie's girl. With McC- oh. The orgasm on the pole oh. on the carousel. <laughs> 
that so that's why I said that's the only reason I think she got slut shamed was that she well she was getting slut shamed before then she was in oh. she was slut shamed in episode one when McKay even yep, said one, one, yeah. that I oh, like, like her. her and they had all these photos and videos yeah, videos, yeah. yeah. <laughs> man you hate to see it <laughs> because she seems like a cool girl like I, I mean, I like her. I like her because I guess when you don't know, if you're on the outside and you don't know, like you know, when we we're in high school and they had rumors about a specific girl going around, it's like you didn't know her like that. Yeah. You thought about her a certain yeah. way, and you're like, oh. But like because they kind of show her background, you're yeah. like, she's a nice girl. She's a sweet girl. She just she nah. has situations where she took news and, she, nah, and that, just, that's right. just happened. That was a perfect example. That was a good example. Yeah. And, well, that's what uh, Rue was like. I think Rue said the same thing. She was like, Cassie's a sweet girl. And if y'all, she was like, this ain't the 80s where we sent out fly, like flowers and candy, like nudes. She said nudes is the currency of yeah. relationships or something. And she was like, but if they leak or if somebody has a hold, hold of them, then it's kind of like, oh, you're a slut or whatever, whatever. It was like, like, a lot of teenagers, unfortunately, are out here doing Kansas that. Just headed down a dark, twisted path. Uh, I think when she came off the um, Molly or whatever she was on, I think she, I think she, she, she <laughs> that like, shit was funny. This chick has orgasm on the carousel and it came up and was like I think that Molly was a little too strong (laughs) I'm like yeah (laughs) maybe it was bitch (laughs) yeah I think I think Cassie's headed down a dark twisted path did you say how did she it reminded me of a Harry Met Sally Yes. But for but for real, as opposed to I'm faking a orgasm hers was for real having one yeah okay well yeah all right Poor thing. I just said, oh, Cassie's poor little ting ting. I just, she poor just needs a hug. She it was just like, poor, poor Cassie. And then that whole. No, for a how, how can you have an orgasm ride the merry go round? Did you not see the, the pole? And you're. Dude, I don't have to explain this. All right, man. <laughs> Let me break down the anatomy of the female genitalia for you. And how one could accomplish an orgasm on a, oh, on a yes with a skirt on with right? a skirt on and a big pole between the legs it's, and you go up and, and you go and you just and some friction and you po- on that molly it's possible it's very very possible and you on that molly where you can where everything is almost it's almost impossible not to oh, okay. let's wrap this up let's wrap this up what up just saying like that is how you orgasm on a right right this is this is the thing i do want to say about the show that uh you can tell that there aren't a lot of black writers in the room because a lot of people said race isn't brought up at all i race not being brought up and rules dynamic doesn't you know irritate me that much because racial ambiguous well she you know she has a she's biracial her mom strikes me as the type that grew up in a, in a very maybe white environment. She never comes across as like strong black. It's not strong black culture vibe in that house mm-hmm. that ever get. Mm-hmm. But McKay, on the other hand, it's very bizarre to me that... Well, McKay's rarely around, though. Well... Like he, he's not at school. He's not in high school with them. No, but no, he's but pledging he, a white fraternity. fraternity which, which is... No, you're right, he is. So listen, that was the other thing. Yeah. I said... 
when he was like, oh, I'm going to get hair. I said, is he pledging a white fraternity? Yeah, and that would just never happen. <laughs> like, no, this might have one, but that fraternity had two, and then I guess it's California, and they do things differently. I mean, but I, I was like, no I mean, <laughs> no, this was some, this, no, this was that white it, fraternity. It's just, and I was like, and he's got those braids, and you on the football team, and you play. Well, and fraternity. his father is in his life. It, it's just, I don't think that that would happen. And don't disrespect to any <laughs> black person who ever pledged any white fraternity sorority, but it's just so, so, so rare. Like, exceptionally rare that... Really? Yes, yeah. if you're going to pledge... Like that's more common than the opposite. They don't, no! Right no. I think it's right. actually more it's common. It's the reverse. Than the right, yes. Really? Yes. yes. I, don't, I don't think so. I don't yes. think so. We both went to PWIs. Yes. I, I don't know a single black person that pledged a white fraternity or sorority, but I know a few... White people who play who went the other way. I know a handful that did, but it's just like it's it's so it's, it's really rare, rare because one you're black and you're an athlete, and so even the fact that he's on the football team and he is pledging like how you you, you get no well, how you have time for that you got no minutes. That's why uh what's his name Cal is saying your ass that's is why lazy. You, that, that's why you ain't playing. This don't even make sense. He ain't playing because he too damn little. (laughs) In real life, he too too damn little to be a... I was like, bro, this man is tired. Was he supposed to be a receiver? He's supposed to be a receiver? No way. You might have had me believe running back, maybe. Nah, this man plays receiver. I was like, nah. Whoa. But anyway, McKay's story to me isn't that believable, but he's not... A main character. He's like, so it's like, whatever. Well, McKay's athletic story is the least believable thing. It is. <laughs> that whole storyline is like, what? No. Anything else there? I think that's it. It was one thing I wanted to say, but I don't know if y'all have gotten to that episode yet. Well, say it. If not, then. No, y'all just... haven't because I, something else happened, so y'all haven't gotten to it yet. All right. I'll talk about that next time. All right. Well, anyway. Any parting thoughts on the first four episodes? No, I'm excited to f- finish it up. Probably finish it tonight or tomorrow. You gonna okay. go? You gonna go through four more episodes tonight? I mean, honestly, like it's not that hard. Like it's like it's good. Like you know, you got when you watch something good. It's a page turn. It's a page turn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not a, quite as ambitious as um, <laughs> AKA Jules over here. Right. Um. Any parting uh, thoughts? I was going to say that uh can't wait to you guys finish so we can talk about the remaining episodes of the season and okay. how we feel about how we feel about certain characters now and how we end up feeling about them. Yes. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm enjoying it. We'll see where it goes. These next four episodes, Cassie, I think it's going to go down the deep, dark path of something. Okay. Um, I don't think Nate and Maddie, they're not going to get out of that circle of toxicity. No. The only way you get out is if somebody die. I don't Damn. know. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. pretty toxic. I don't it know is. how you get out of that. I don't know. Jules and, and Rue. Okay. I don't know. I really want Rue to pull it together, but... I don't think she's hit rock bottom yet, so. I like Rue's, um, I have, I feel sympathy for Rue. Like, Mm. you just want her to get her shit together. 
He just really want her to get her shit together. And she can be a bitch, you know? She's been a bitch, too. I like That's why I like everybody in, in the story, for the most part. They have a lot of depth. Like, there's, you know, she's an asshole to her mom. She was an asshole to Lexi. In the episode where Lexi was like, are you okay? And, she, and you were my best friend. Was like, how the fuck am I your best friend? Because we was in preschool together. She's like, bitch, you just asked me to pay for you. What you talking about? <laughs> Don't come over here for no, no more for no urine in. Because I ain't got it for you. <laughs> so, um, Was know. Lexi the one who was jealous at the at the carnival when somebody said, oh, Rue is in love with Jules. And I think Rue's always been in love with Jules. I didn't get that she was jealous. That was a. Uh, I'm asking, who was that? That was Lexi. Double, yeah, okay. That was, yeah, yeah. that was, yeah, Gia was saying that. Gia told oh, okay. Lexi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, well, we look forward. Uh, we didn't have our. If the if the sound sounds a little off tonight, it's because Jules over here forgot the uh, equipment. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, For, yeah, yeah. I'm going to throw you under the bus. He did bring these tasty snacks. But, uh, you gonna treat me like I'm um, over oh, what? I'm just saying, you know, I'm just saying, so you can point the finger if, uh, but we'll have it, to, we'll have it, Jules will have it next week. Uh, For whenever. sure. Yeah. And, um, we should be coming back, I don't know if it'll be next week or whenever, with, uh, we're gonna have a professional, uh, social worker, uh, was worked in that field, counselor with teenagers who also watches the show, loves the show, and we're gonna talk to her and get her thoughts on everything as well. So that should be really, Formative and should be good. So, yeah, I'd be interested to see like <laughs> at what point would a social worker step in? <laughs> Every point. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> point one. Cat threatened the principal. I was like, "What the fuck is happening in this?" But show? she was, but but she had a point though. She had a point. She was like, "Why you? Why you think it's me? Because she fat." Oh, so. The, the fat bitch fucking just had to be me, huh? It's, I already get body shame now. I got to get body shame from principal. He was you like, uh, he was like, uh, uh, I'm gonna make sure everybody know when you <laughs> manipulative as fuck. Uh, everybody. I don't know how these teenagers learn these manipulation skills. So they, they have parents. perfected the skill they of parents. manipulation. Yeah, but they they fun to watch. I mean, in us. In a weird way. That's why I was like, you feel weird. It's it's entertaining, it's fun, but you're like, this is fucked up. <laughs> they so fucked up. So our future leaders of America, everybody. <laughs> don't put that don't put that on us. They are. <laughs> don't put that on us. They are. Don't put that on us. But anyway, oh, follow us on Facebook. Facebook Instagram. and Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Four layer takes. Number four. Yep. All right, guys. We're out of here. Bye.